Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life as an SLP or as a helping professional of any kind and really as a human being. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today I'm going to share with you five ways to feel less stressed this school year. Now, I know for some of you, you are just jumping back in. And for some of you, you've already been back at school for a month or more. But it is still that back to school season, the fall season. And even if you've been working, you may just now be starting to see your students like I am. Or maybe you are just now beginning to put your schedule together and find where your space will be, or maybe you are in it and you're feeling that stress start to creep in. So in today's episode, we'll break down five ways that you can lessen that stress so that you can make a real shift this school year. One of the things that happens at the start of the school year is that you dive into it with the thought of this year will be different. Or maybe it's more, I hope this year will be different. And chances are the year before ended on a highly stressful note, even amongst like the joy and bittersweetness of the end of the year. And you've maybe spent the summer trying to decompress, often by ignoring work, pushing it away, or continuing to work so that you can get ahead for the new year and like never really getting a break or getting away from the stress at all. And yet despite all of this work and positive thinking, the year usually ends up pretty much the same or worse if your stress never really turned down at all from the previous year. As an SLP who is back in the schools after a, let's just say maybe a long hiatus, I am, well, let's just be honest, I am seeing a lot of this happening. And a lot of it is in the way that we like come at our work, the way we go about it, and in our daily routines, and even in our mindsets, almost like this is the way that it is. This is the way that it's done. And mostly like, it's the only way we know how. It's how we've been taught. It's how we supervise, how we teach each other, right? It's how we were taught when we were in grad school by the clinicians that were there. And so it's what we know, and now it's what we bring to the next generation of SLPs. So it's no wonder so many SLPs face burnout and chronic stress, like even before the pandemic. Chronic stress is what happens when those small daily stressors begin to grow or when they last longer and you have less time between them to process and regroup. When they start to become more frequent or like the importance, the impact of them grows, your brain doesn't have the time to work through it and recover before another stressor hits. And with each one, the stress grows and your brain looks out for more things that could be stressful, kind of like being on high alert. And this is where many of us SLPs leave each day. 
and feel stuck in. That we go through the day and there are so many stressors and so much stress building and then the end of the day hits and we leave and yes, we are leaving work, but the stress of it remains. And the next day we show up and do it again and just add on to it, kind of adding on to the pile of stress. So when this is left unchecked, the only place it can go is into burnout, a place where stress grows so much that you no longer feel like driven or motivated to work through it. And you kind of give up and disconnect from your work. And this can be really, really challenging to work through and come back from, but it's not impossible. If you are in burnout or chronic stress, you can begin to shift out of it by setting up your day to support yourself and looking at your stress management and resilience building strategies a little differently. This will help you come out of burnout and stop chronic stress from growing further while you start to turn it down as well. So it's not as simple as planning more, prepping more, perfecting things, or just leaving work, whether for the day, a break, or forever. There's more that can be done and that needs to be done to reset this burnout, reset this chronic stress. And as you move into the new school year and are looking, or as you're settling into it and are looking for some ways to create some real changes in your stress this year, here are a few things you can try. So five ways to feel less stressed this school year. The first one is take time for yourself. Oh, I know it's like so cliche and it has been the most overused phrase of the last two years. Absolutely it has. But that's mostly because it is thrown out there with the hopes of being helpful. In reality, it's just a phrase that is pretty useless without some action behind it. It's not the message itself that doesn't really help, but giving it without any way to actually do it is not helpful. So it's not that saying take time for yourself isn't helpful, but saying take time for yourself and then not offering ways to actually do this or to support SLPs in taking time for themselves. Truly, this is one of the most important things you can do to help keep stress low, to build resilience to it, and just to work your way out of chronic stress and or burnout when you feel you've somehow landed there. So a way to say, take time for yourself and offer some action behind it. Take five minutes at the start of your day and the end of your day to check in with yourself. See how you are doing. Think of this as like what you may do for your fellow SLP that you work with or your like work bestie or just your like, you know, real life best friend. We check in on them, right? Hey, how are you doing? So maybe see how you're doing. Maybe grab a drink or a snack, go for a quick walk or a stretch, or turn out the lights and have some quiet while you breathe. And if you need a moment or two during the day, pause to breathe for five to 10 deep breaths. These small actions seem small, 
but they can make a big difference and can help counteract that like rush and push mentality that can add to stress and continue to build it. Number two is to pause before you react. Similar to pausing for a breath to take care of yourself, you can use this to help you with reaction. There are many, many times when, yes, the stressor itself is stressful, but it's our reaction that adds to the stress and takes it to another level. It's kind of like this, you know, the the Buddhist philosophies about suffering that it's not what's happening, but the reaction to it, to it that we have that causes the suffering. So yes, there are stressors and they are things that trigger stress, but our reaction adds to the stress and can take it up, can build it up more than maybe originally the stressor itself would have done. This is like when we see ourselves and other SLPs or professionals getting really worked up when a session doesn't go exactly as planned or when a student doesn't show up or someone forgets to send them or when you have to change the plan completely for a day at a moment's notice. It is so frustrating and yes, that can be stressful. The reactions we have can add to our stress, fuming, sending an angry email, you know, judging. These are natural and human responses, so it's not that you should ignore them, but you could take a mindful approach to observe rather than react to them because they are not you, which is also part of the next part we're going to talk about. They are the reaction that you are having at a really challenging and frustrating moment. So before you react to the situation, pause and take a few deep breaths or even step away for a few moments. Taking this pause gives you a moment to think, to find clarity, to ask yourself, what is this brought up for me? And shifts you into a place where you can observe, explore, and let the stress of it go. Another place of action. So let's talk about that next one, number three. Remember, stress is not you. So similar to before, these reactions that we have sometimes, frustration, anger, they are reactions, right? Or they are what comes up. They are what you might feel, but they are not you. They are responses. And so we can observe them. We can see that you're having a frustrating moment, a challenging moment. The same goes for stress. It sure does feel like the stress is you, right? It is who you are. You are stressed. This stress is part of you and it's part of your makeup, but it's not you. Stress is real and it is a survival mechanism. And in the things we consider stress are really the triggers of the reaction in your brain and your body. It's an automatic thing that happens. And for some more than others, depending on your circumstances, your past experiences, how much you are already trying to process and filter through in that moment. And the tools you've been given to cope and work through or work with stress in your life so far. 
So while it does get really big and scary and seems like it's going to take over everything, that every piece of your life is going to be stressful and never ever change, it is not who you are. You are not stress. Stress is happening to you and within you. You can look at it as the enemy or look at it as a survival instinct that is a natural part of being human and then try to find some strategies to work through it and manage it better from here on out. The fourth thing you could do, and a slight shift here, is to make friends with breaks and downtime. One of the biggest challenges that I've heard about from SLPs is this guilt and uncertainty when there does happen to be a break or an amount of time in the schedule that is not accounted for with a therapy session. So like when there's no direct therapy scheduled and you have a chunk of time that looks empty. Personally, I haven't really had a problem with this before, but I will say that there has been like a little, a little inkling, like a little like, ah, or two, when I look at my schedule now and see space. Even after I've scheduled over 30 students for three partial school days. Having a break or a moment to breathe can seem wrong, especially if you're used to a jam-packed schedule, tons of testing, only being paid for direct time, or for high productivity rates. But these small breaks are incredibly beneficial to you. For one, they're probably not going to actually be downtime or breaks for that long or for that often. But they give you space to shift your schedule if you need to, to test or write reports or hold a meeting, to plan and prep for the next sessions or the next day, and to collaborate with others. But they also give you time to get up and move, to take a walk, to stretch, time to breathe, pause, check in, to eat, hydrate, or go to the bathroom, and to sit back and process and recharge before you jump back in. Breaks don't make you weak or lazy or inefficient. They make you better able to do your work. And the last thing, number five, is to remember that we are all humans, even you. So this school year, remember, you are a human. You're not a computer or a robot or anything that runs perfectly, and honestly, these aren't perfect, and rarely do they run perfectly either. You might make mistakes, need to try things and make changes, or just have a rough day, and it is okay, and does not mean you have failed. It does not mean that things will stay that way, or that you are a terrible SLP. It means you're a human going through a human experience. And if others seem to have a rough day or are not perfect, remember that they are also human. We all make mistakes and we can greet them with curiosity and compassion. As you move into the school year, give these five strategies a try. When stress starts to build, take a break, pause before you react, and remind yourself that the stress is not you. Utilize some downtime that you have when it shows up and remember that you and all of those you meet are humans trying to figure it all out too. 
So I'd love to know, which one of these can you see yourself using this year? Head over to jessieandrix.com to the blog and share in the comments, or you can leave a message on Instagram. DM me or email jessie at jessieandrix.com. For more resources to help manage and lessen the stress you face this year, make sure to sign up for the Resilient SLP Toolbox. This toolbox is a free resource library full of tools such as yoga classes, meditations, journal templates, and more, all designed to help you manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life. Subscribe at the link below for instant access. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that the rest of your year and in this school year continues to shift towards a place of resilience and a place of less stress. Love and light to you. Hey, it's Jessie here, and I have a question for you. Would you like to stop micromanaging your stress and feeling like you have to avoid and control it and instead build some resilience to it? If so, I hope you will join me and check out the monthly workshop series, The Resilient SLP. Each month we dive into a topic that helps you to learn a little bit more about truly managing stress, but also about building resilience around the stress that you face. Because let's face it, stress is not going anywhere. And there will always be some kind of stress in your life, in your work, and in this field. So if we could build some resilience to it, then you will have the tools you need to not get weighed down and stuck when that stress hits. You can check out more below and send me any questions you have, and I cannot wait to see you in this workshop series.